So when I was looking to transfer, it was um, a lot of one-on-one -on -one, and it didn't feel like I got lost in a huge university because I knew that if I came here, there was going to be someone I could talk to about every aspect of the courses I needed to take, but also too, I loved the smaller classroom sizes and I liked how interactive and immersive all of the learning was going to be. It wasn't just going to be me sitting in a room with a couple hundred people and a professor who didn't know my name. To find out more about transferring to William Peace University, visit peace.edu. This one's going to be fun. Yeah. Richmond High School senior and North Carolina State basketball commit, Paul McNeil Jr., scored 71 points last night versus Lee County High School in a game. That's insane. That sets the NCHSAA record, which had stood for 74 years. I didn't realize it stood for that long. 74, three-fourths, essentially, of a century. He broke it last night. 71 points scored. That is absurd. And by the way, efficient, right? 10 threes. Like, if he didn't take, it's not like, oh, 76 points on 74 shots. Like, <laughs> I don't know if you remember that. There was a college a couple, a couple years ago that just set out I want to say it was either Grinnell College or the guy that broke the record's last name was Grinnell. Okay. Grinnell is popping into my brain. And he scored like 138 points in like a Division three or Division two college game. But literally the like the whole the whole plan was you're setting 10 screens for him and he's getting a three-pointer up within five seconds of getting the ball, the, the, like the shot clock. Mm -hmm. They were just – the other team scored like 140 and they scored 150 or whatever it was. That's not this. He scored kind of an efficient 71, and it's his second 50-plus scoring outburst of the season. State might be getting a, a just a fill-it-up bucket getter. They might be. And Paul McNeil Jr. I mean, I I know nothing of what it's like to score 71 points in a basketball game at any level, but there's not many better feelings than, like, scoring a bucket three times down the court Right when you just kind of get a little bit of on fire, a little bit of in the zone in basketball, seventy-one has to be like top of a mountain with with your best friends doing your your favorite things. Like that's got to feel unbelievable. That's got to be like what throwing seven touchdowns in a football game. Yeah, seven touchdowns in a football game or a perfect game as a pitcher. Yeah, like just the moments where you're like, oh, I'm untouchable right now. Let's see if I could chuck one up left-handed from half court. Good. Like that's just it's got to feel awesome. And the other team has to be like, come on, man. He's probably too young, but I say, go play the lottery, young man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> if hey, you're not hey, missing. Hey, hey. No, actually, actually, you know what? If he's 18. You just you just sparked a, an interesting idea. Name, image, and likeness. He just became a bigger deal in the state of North Carolina. Yeah. If, you know, hey, name, image, and likeness endorsers, I'm going to be at NC State next year. I'm the one everyone's talking about scoring 71. Mm-hmm. Hey. Put, put your name out there. Hey. Let's right. quit that. Let's hit this. What? This might actually become some good news for Canes fans. I love good news for Canes okay, fans. Okay, so if people may have not uh, may have woke up to this uh, news today, but a lot of people have struggled watching Canes games through Bally, which I totally understand. But Amazon is partnering with Diamond Sports. Diamond Sports is like the, the parent company over Bally Sports. Uh, is, as part of a restructuring agreement, as the Amazon is going to start working with, and now it looks like they're going to start carrying Bally Sports programming under Amazon. 
So the terms of the agreement were announced by Diamond Sports earlier today. Uh, Amazon hasn't released anything, at least that I've seen as of yet. Now, the, there is some things that still need to be worked out because right now Diamond Sports and, ba- and Bally Sports, I should say, uh, they're currently working through Chapter 11 bankruptcy, so they're in bankruptcy court. So right now this needs to actually be approved by bankruptcy court. But if the, everything goes through, Amazon will provide access to Bally Sports content on Prime Video where customers will be able to watch their local team's games. Ooh. Which is a big thing because so many people, if they don't, if you don't have Spectrum, it's hard for you to watch Kane's games right now. If you struggle using the Bally Sports app, which I know a lot of people do, it's hard for you to watch Kane's games. Now, under the terms of the restructuring agreement, Amazon will make a, a minority investment into Diamond Sports Group and enter into a commercial arrangement that's going to provide access to Diamond's content via Prime Video. Again, Diamond, the mm-hmm. the parent company for Bally Sports. That's pretty awesome. So customers, people that own have Prime Video, will be able to access their local team's content on Prime Video channels where Diamond has rights, which is the Carolina Hurricanes, folks. Now I don't know if they're going to regionalize this. Like we have to have like you know, uh, and I like yeah, your your IP address has to be exactly. in a certain region. I I assume it'd be everywhere. I'm assuming that's going to be the case. I don't know. We'll find out. But nonetheless, if this does go through soon, imagine watching Kane's games through through Amazon. And who knows if this will lead to down the stretch of Amazon taking this all these regional sports networks on themselves, and that's the only place you could watch it. Don't 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 get me excited, Dennis. Don't don't do this to me. I'm just saying that there's this very is good l- news. I think uh, you, you know you're you're in your 30s and and you're you're getting old when you get excited. Like if I can delete a streaming app, I get way too excited. Right, like if I if I can del- go to my I, I have the the Roku deal. If I can go to my Roku and delete an app completely, I get way too excited because I just hate. Which one is it? Let me click Amazon. No, that's Thursday Night Football. Let me click YouTube TV. No, that's for the 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 live stuff on the the networks. Let me click uh, uh, Netflix. Now why am I here? Let me click Hulu. No, not on this live sport. Let me click. Oh, it's on Bally. Right, click, and then you got to get to Bally. If I could delete Bally and just go have, an, I'm, I'm, I've made the joke before, but eventually we're just gonna have one app, and you're gonna be able to scroll through the different streamers. Maybe like a guide channel, and then click on them. Maybe we could put the streamers like in number form, where one would be like stream one, stream two, you got like channels, and then we could oh. just have one remote that controls them all, and and we could pay like one lump sum for all of. I think I'm describing cable. <laughs> That's, that you are. Uh, by the way, so pricing and availability will be announced at a later date. So that's all to be determined right now. But it looks like this is going to be a thing that goes through. Which, yeah. good for, you know what? More people have Amazon Prime than they do Bally Sports. I, I, would, I would love it. All right, let's quit that. Let's hit this. DJ Horn was reprimanded. DJ Horn, uh, guard for for NC State, was rep- issued a reprimand today by the ACC. Yes, for what they called an inappropriate and in a, I forget what the other word is. It was inappropriate and, and explicit, I believe, an, an explicit gesture. I forget the exact wording. It was for flipping the double birds at the ref when mm-hmm. the ref wasn't looking during the game last night. He leaned back. It was. It, I wouldn't say they were, they were, they were big birds, right? This uh, wasn't Sesame Street out there. They were they were little kind of 
discreet birds. Mm-hmm. But he flipped the double birds at a ref, and it just so happened to be when the the camera was focused right on him during the game. It was an unsportsmanlike and inappropriate gesture. Unsportsmanlike is what I couldn't remember. Unsportsmanlike and inappropriate. And inappropriate. Uh, you know what this is to me? You know mm-hmm. what that is? That is Kevin Keats and NC State very obviously went into that game with like a – we're not soft, we're tough, we're rough and tumble, you can't push us around as their MO, and they got carried away a little bit. They got carried away a little bit. Uh, and I think you can tell that from uh, Kevin Keats' post-game conversations as the head coach of NC State. I'll give you what I consider one of my favorite analogies for what happened coming up after we hear from Kevin Keats right now. These guys, these, these young men believe, and they're fighting, and the message that we want to send today to everybody is, Man, we're gonna fight. Like we're gonna fight. Like, you know, do I like the fact that you know we have a bunch of technicals or or DJ Home was so excited at the end that he was waving to somebody, you know. No, I don't. But what I will say is I'm telling you now, we ain't gonna get pushed around. It's just not gonna happen. And that's nothing against Wake Forest. Steve has done a tremendous job with his program. That's a really good basketball team. But, you know, we're five and one and you know, we wanted to show everybody we have we have worked our ass off to win three road games. And the thing we talked about coming into this game is not giving them back. And, you know, it's a weird deal, man. It's been a weird deal for me all day long. I, I don't know that I've ever had a game where we scored 83 points and not made one three-point shot. You know what I imagine their post-game locker room like? And come with me on this journey. I, th- I think it's a pretty good analogy. You've seen Anchorman, right? Absolutely. I think most people have seen Anchorman. You know the the scene where they're sitting in the office kind of dissecting the uh, the fight that they were just <laughs> in? The whole, that escalated quickly. Like that that whole deal. Rick killed a guy. That's that's exactly what happened, right? They're like, dude, I you know I got a tech for, for celebrating after a bucket. They're like, yeah, I, I, I dunked on a guy. Yeah, yeah I, I, I hard fouled their, their big. Yeah. I, I flipped the double bird. Whoa. <laughs> I killed the guy with a trident. Whoa. Maybe you should lay low a little bit. It's like you, you just you got caught up in the moment, didn't you there, Brick? Uh, that's kind of DJ Horn. It's like, I, I said play physical. I said play tough. I didn't say flip the double bird when the ref wasn't looking. Like <laughs> You took it one step too far there, DJ. Okay. You might want to lay low for a while. All right. They, they reprimanded me. Like, that's that's kind of what happened. I think they just they went in with a a kind of mindset and a mandate to be the tougher team, be the more energizing team, be the team that's, you know, willing to go further for the win. And they they took it overboard a few times. A few times, right? Um, you know, some of the techs, uh, I think the the double bird, I think the second tech by Keats Right, all, all of that was probably you know one half step over the line. It's over the line nonetheless. But uh, but you know based on what you heard from Keats, I think he would take the 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 line stepping in order to prove to everybody that they're no pushover. And I do think they proved that they were good last. Just time. don't be a habitual line. Don't stepper. be a habitual line stepper. Accidental line stepper, fine. Habitual. Now we got problems. Then you get check them. Thank you for listening to the Best of the Drive podcast. I'm Tim Donnelly here with Coach Pete of Capital Financial Advisory Group. Coach, is it still true that a million is enough to retire on? Tim, maybe and maybe not. The most important thing is to get a real plan that gives you income you never outlive. We'll give that away to the next 10 people. Call right now. 
The number to call, 800-691-3215. Text TIM to 600-700 if you're interested in texting. Once again, that phone number is 800-691-3215 or text TIM to 600-700 for that deal. All right, let's let's quit that. Let's hit this. You like that? Uh, by the way, uh, what's kind of making the rounds a little bit on social media, Jay Williams of ESPN, formerly of Duke Basketball, kind of catching some heat, I guess you could say. So he was asked if you were forced into the transfer portal. Again, he was at Duke, was where he played. Where would he go? He said Carolina. Here, Here's the deal. Uh, you touched on the moment that everybody's missing. Yeah. Because they started a conversation before the break. It was him and I think Boog Chiambi. Sure. Uh, uh, started commercial started before the break. They started talking about the portal and where would you go if you were forced into the portal. Uh, and as soon as I guess during the break, Jay will insinuated UNC. So of course, you're like, as soon as we come out of the break, I know what I'm talking about. I know what's going to get us the hits. And he asks him, and he and Jay will said, well, if this was back then, right back when he was playing, I would have gone to Georgetown because he said I would have wanted to play for John Thompson. Uh, and if it were now, I'd go to UNC because I like the way they play. But of course, the clip that that goes viral is if I if I the portal were around when I was playing, I'd go to UNC. Uh, and and it wasn't that exactly. I'm giving him a break because if you're forced into the portal and you're at Duke, you're you're probably feeling like you were forced in by Duke, and he he he's gonna get a little petty. I think he actually I'm gonna bring it up. I'm I'm gonna let his words defend himself because I'm not I'm not one of the. Uh, people out here that are crucifying Jay Will for it. This is his own Twitter. Okay, this is at Real Jay Williams. Yep, I said it. The question was if it, if I was at Duke and got forced into the transfer portal, where would I go in today's game? I said UNC. Hate me if you want, but at least I kept it a hundred. If that ever happened, you might as well call me Petty Labelle. So he's saying, like, if I was forced into the portal, I'm going to go to the rival of the people that forced me into the portal, and I'm going to try to to light him up. He's a competitor. I don't have a problem with it. I'm sure Duke fans just didn't like the image of, you know, forcing themselves to picture him in, in that other blue color. But uh, but I, 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 no harm, no foul. I, I don't think this is bad. This is just conversation. It's that. And, again, the one key word to all this, context. Yes, exactly. Context. Let's quit that. Let's hit this. Uh, maybe this reporter uh, asking Todd Bowles a question about the weather in Detroit, maybe a little context would go a long way. Uh, for those who may not have heard, Todd Bowles, the head football coach of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, they're going to be on the road traveling to Detroit to play the Detroit Lions this coming weekend in the divisional round of the NFL playoffs. Well, a reporter asked Todd Bowles, Hey, you know, it's kind of cold up there in Detroit. Coach, uh, looking forward towards uh, Detroit. The weather has been a factor in some of the playoff games, even for the most prepared teams. Uh, today, it's uh, 13 in uh, Detroit, which doesn't compare to some of the temperatures we tend to talk to. Any special plans to acclimate the team to not only uh, endure, but perform in those kind of frigid temperatures should you face them in Detroit? You do know we play indoors, right? And they got a dome. I don't um, no, nothing planned. We're, we're indoors, and we only have to be outside for 20 seconds getting off the bus, going under the thing, so we'll be okay. What an answer by Todd Bowles, first of all. Just to keep a straight face, 
Yeah. We're not planning. We're, we're going to give them jackets for the walk from the bus. To yeah. the, no, we're not. We're not planning. Wait, anything. the game is the game at Comerica Park where the Tigers play. Um, this is. First of all, I don't want. My gut instinct is to say. This is what happens when reporters aren't researched. This is what happens when you send someone who maybe isn't on that traditional beat to a press conference. That uh, happens sometimes, believe it or not. Like uh, someone, like an outlet might send someone who doesn't cover sports and doesn't know sports. Oh, like the the Tampa yeah. Bay Rays and the Tampa Bay Bucks are having a presser at the same time. Our sports reporter goes to one. We send our news reporter, our traffic reporter, to the other. Yeah. Like my my first instinct is. That's a really tough look, and that's why coaches and, and players sometimes don't want to deal with the media because they're like, I have to deal with these ridiculous questions. And then the well-researched members of the media and people that do take a lot of pride get get kind of the flack for it. I'm going to go ahead and be optimistic and say flustered bad decision by by a, a reporter. Yeah. Every, who amongst us hasn't at one point in time just spewed out something ridiculous, right? Just, uh, uh, ah. and I'm hoping that's what it was. Because if not, if you came in with that written on a notebook and you're like, I can't wait to ask my weather question, that's a rough look. Let's quit that. Let's hit this. You done messed up, A.A. Ron! We might have a return for the Canes. Natchez. Yeah, back Skating again. Back at practice. Not in a non-contact. Uh, Dennis, as... as uh, Kind of our resident Canes news person. Oh, okay. Um, that's what I just called. I just deemed you that. Put it on a business card. All resident right. Canes news person. Fair enough. Um, as somebody that wouldn't go, hey, you preparing for the weather for the uh, the Canes game at PNC this weekend? Um, what does Natchez bring back to the lineup? He's been out now, what, five games? Uh, I know at least the last three. I can't remember the last time he actually played, but uh, he did practice today. He's back in his spot on the power play, which is Yes, Barry Cook and Yemi Phil was filling in a spot on that second power play unit. So you add Martin Natchez back into the mix. Obviously, we know his speed and his skill level. Uh, so he's back at practice. Corner Rob Brindamore, hopeful for Friday, which if he skates today and skates tomorrow and good to go Friday, there's no if reason why he can't play If you're a full skater Friday. multiple days before the game, my gut instinct is you're going to be available for the game unless there's, there's a setback. Sometimes there's like, oh, we want to skate them hard on Wednesday to see if they're swelling on Thursday or something like that. Yeah. But with this, this is an upper body it's injury. It's an upper body right? injury. So it's it's less even of that. I would expect them there, but that's just me inferring. That's that's no official word from the team. Rod also did say Piotr Kochekov is getting better. So I don't know if he's like in the next step of protocol. Yeah. Who knows? That's just kind of the way things are. Freddie Anderson dealing with the blood clotting issue has not yet skated. That's according to Rob Brindamore as well. So I see. I, that's the first I heard of, of the the Freddie update. Yes. So gosh, it, they might have to make a goalie move, and it better be soon. Yeah, that that might be a conversation we have a little bit more tomorrow. But if he hasn't skated yet, I mean, he's got to get back on the ice at least for. This a is few a game weeks. of chicken that they are losing right now. That I mean, Kochekov's getting better. He's not better he's not back you're one play away from Peretz I don't know how many different ways I have to say that that is hey, a scary Yanni Peretz is the best save percentage in Carolina Hurricanes history NHL history and best goals against <laughs> fight me on minimum one save that's no. that's the qualifications <laughs> of making the list tell me I'm wrong 